Welcome to the Fantasy Hangover, a weekly fantasy football podcast. You can download us on Stitcher, iTunes, and Google Play. Also, head over to KnockedOutEntertainment.com for some other great podcasts and content. We're your hosts. I'm Shane. I'm Carl. I'm Chris. And I'm Zach. Now pop some Advil and grab your Gatorades. It's time for your Fantasy Hangover. Guess who just got back today? Everybody. <laughs> Them Everybody. wild-eyed boys that have been away. <laughs> I don't know uh, the next lyric. <laughs> I don't know the next one either. Well, the boys are back in town. Boys are back See, in town. See, I tricked you. <laughs> For the first time in a month, we have everybody here. It's oh, only, work's been fucking shitty. It's only been a month? You should just wait. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so we're recording. <laughs> Uh, Children cover your, there. <laughs> Children podcast. NSFW. <laughs> All right. <laughs> oh, good lord! All right, I'm so, out of here. We are back, baby. Um, guess who's back? Back again. Uh, Zach is back. I am back. Tell a friend. And by the way, the bodies were green army men that I was hiding around the house playing war. By the way, got it. Okay, that makes much more sense. But also, um, I've decided hey! I've decided to change my name to the Kingslayer um, because I took Shane King down into leagues this past week. Oh, that's boom! Just call me Seth Rollins. That's that's super great. Um, I still have a belt, uh, non-title <laughs> match, baby. Jamie a win's a win. Exhibition match. Jamie so, over here. with that said, we're gonna jump right in to our quick outs with Carl. What's up? Because uh, we have the whole team here, we can all uh, assume our regular positions. So assume the position, Carl. I am cross-legged on the floor. Nothing's broken. Oh Lord! All right, so we'll start off with uh, Big Ben calling out Antonio Brown after Antonio's little uh, temper tantrum on the sideline after Big Ben didn't look his way on a pass, which Antonio Brown was open on the play, but... Dude. He was open by, like, 30 yards. It yeah, was but nuts. Act like you're older than seven. Oh, I agree. Yeah. Right? <laughs> act, act like you haven't been looked at before. Like, good Lord. I, I understand the frustration of, you know, yes, that was going to be a touchdown, but that happens. It's it's yep, a fast it's game. the NFL. Like, it's, a, it's the NFL. It's a fast game. Get over it. And I mean, the offense, the Pittsburgh offense hasn't been exactly clicking all the way this year, but they've still looked good. Mm-hmm. They're still winning. For sure. So. Defense has been killing it. He needs to, he needs to calm down. Yeah. Yeah. He, he played himself in fantasy. He was just mad. Yeah. <laughs> um, in a little bit, kind of a more depressing note, um, Pete Carroll is saying that uh, Cliff Averill's career could be in jeopardy uh, due to a back, backslash neck injury. Yeah, it said it's a spinal injury, which... It's really rough. I hate hearing that. I hope he hope he's able to uh, to rehab and and be okay. I mean, it, yeah. I mean, you never want to hear about a player possibly having a career-ending injury, um, especially one who like Cliff Averill has had a great career between uh, when he was at Detroit and then when he was uh, got signed by Seattle. I yeah. mean, he's been a staple on that defensive line for years now, and it's it's, it's really unfortunate. Uh, moving down the list, um, we're going to... Here's our annual morgue report. Um, Delvin Cook is dead. <laughs> um, funeral's, on, funeral's on Thursday. Uh, Chris, you're a pallbearer. 
Just so you know. Oh, <laughs> Thank you, Shane, for your Paul Bearer impression. Um, <laughs> I did not get that at first. <laughs> Me neither. I'm, I'm, just for you. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad I could help you with that. Um, Delvin Cook tore his ACL. He's out for the year. It's really depressing for some of us at being Vikings fans, but you know, it's just you know, it's it's another year being a Vikings fan. Um, it's a rough I, loss. He was having a really good season. He was. He was, I think, fourth in the NFL in rushing. Go. And his first fumble was on the injury. I mean, I thought he was yeah. a guy that fumbled a lot in college. So the fact that he had some good ball security this year, too, was showing. Yeah. yeah. Um, he was definitely the workhorse. Helping him out, yeah. It's probably because he was uh, grabbing his knee. That was exactly. It was weird because I was working through this game, but I had gone down to a uh, to a Chinese restaurant that had the game on at that exact moment. So I walked in there just in time to see him fumble the ball. And I was like, oh, he fumbled. And then I saw the replay of him letting go of the ball to hold onto his knee. And I was like, oh, no. <laughs> yeah, they. I mean, they said right away that it was most likely a torn ACL and it was almost a complete tear. Yep. Yeah. So he'll be out for the season. It sucks, but... It's unfortunate, but, you know... Rather earlier than later. Yeah. Rather now than, you know, week 17. Right. He'll be back starting next year. Yep. Oh, yeah. Um, all of the Packers running backs are out <laughs> as of last week. No, um, so T.Y. Montgomery. Um, yeah, Ty Young Montgomery. Ty Young Montgomery. Uh, what was it? Cracked? Because it was initially a knee thing, but then I was seeing he initial broke, report, he, 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 he broke, broke multiple ribs. Multiple, multiple ribs. ribs. Two or three ribs is what they're saying. Yep. I, I saw. I was reading somewhere that they said there was also a knee issue, but... Oh, well, Jamal Williams Jamal had a knee Williams issue. Jamal Williams had a knee issue. Never mind. And Williams I'm... is out for one game. Yeah, so Montgomery goes down, and then Williams comes in, who's the backup. And then Williams goes down. So we that leads to plays. Aaron Jones yeah. coming in, um, who, who we might talk about later. Who? Yeah. So, looked pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, um, looked solid with his with his, catch, with his carries. Yeah. So T.Y. Montgomery might be out for maybe out this week. If he isn't, he's probably not going to get much looks, many looks, much looks. Whoa. Yeah, they, they yeah. still haven't ruled him out, which is very, very odd. Yeah, he's he's considered week to week, but uh, with this type of injury, he's probably going to miss two weeks is what, there's, is what yeah. uh, you know, professionals are saying. You know, professionals like me, people that do podcasts. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. because we get paid to do this, not at all. Um, Marcus Mariota uh Drained his MCL. He he strained some muscle in his leg when he was diving for the end zone for a touchdown. And of course, because he has to uh, get injured at the same time as Derek Carr. Uh, Derek Carr broke or did he fracture his back or was it just a strain? Uh, his back? I thought it was a he broke his back. Yeah, like it, he literally it, broke his back back carrying that team. Yes, <laughs> thank you, thank you for making that joke. Because if you weren't going to, I was. Um, yeah, no, it was it was a minor. Weeks. I think it was a minor break in. I, I can't remember exactly what area, but they're saying two to six weeks. Hmm. So probably closer to the six. Probably closer to the six, yeah. which means that especially since they're gonna lose everybody, <laughs> right. amount of games. everybody on that Oakland offense goes down what as you, far as value wise. What are you talking about? Their backups are super super great. Didn't you see what happened last year? I did. Yeah. Hey, but they signed a new backup this year. Did former first round bust EJ Manuel? Here we come. Yeah, baby, welcome to the party. Now is the time to shine. Ain't no party like an EJ party because an EJ party throws all the picks. Watch, he, he's gonna be the guy that just peppers Amari Cooper. 
Oh, that's gosh, what I was and because too. of that, oh, yeah. Mark Cooper is going to be, like, amazing this year. <laughs> right. That's- EJ Manuel is going to be 22 for 44, and all 22 are going to Amari. Yep. Oh, but the touchdowns going to crab. Yeah. yeah exactly. He's going to be 21 and 44. But the touchdowns Amari going to crab. Amari have 20 tree. catches, and Crabtree's going to have the one touchdown. He's going to yep. have a 99-yard yep. touchdown. Yep. Jeez. Um, Josh Norman, I'm going to the defensive side of the ball. Uh, Josh Norman, did he break ribs or crack ribs? I thought it was a shoulder. Was it a shoulder? I thought it was a shoulder with Norman. Yeah. I'll double, I'll double check all, here. All of my notes are no, we really all have mixed internet. up. All of my notes are really mixed up right now, except for me, apparently. Um, Josh Norman got hurt. Um, I mean, I'd look forward to starting any receiver playing against Washington now. Oh, for broken, sure. Broken ribs. Broken ribs. It is broken ribs. Yep. Oh, oh we were wrong. Fade oh, away. Look at that. Yeah, Kobe. I, I mean, once he went out, like, if you watch that KC game, dude, they just targeted anybody decide Josh Norman was supposed to be on. For sure. You just saw uh, Alex Smith's eyes light up. He's like, yeah. oh, I have I have field to play with now. So like from now going forward, like every week I'm just gonna be I'm gonna look who's playing Washington. For sure. Um and then uh Michael Crabtree is coming back from the dead. Uh he missed last week he was a game time decision. Um it's looking like he's gonna all signs are pointing to him playing this week, but you know, not exactly having the uh, most confidence in whoever's throwing in the ball this you week. You start him or Funches? Funches. Who does Funchess. Carolina play? Funchess. Detroit. Uh, uh, no, give me, give me Crabtree. Do I have to take either? <laughs> I'm just, you know, so, you know, somebody picked up Funches on the waiver wire, and exactly, they're like, "Oh, look what like, I have!" Uh... And now they face Detroit, which we're talking about Detroit as a powerhouse, which is weird. And this might be year, the best team in the North. This year, the uh, <laughs> no, they're a good team. They're a good team. This year, the waiver wire. I'll, I'll be honest, and I know we talked about this a little bit before, but the waiver wire has been kind of garbage. Um, it's pretty much just one maybe guy every week. Buck Allen. I mean, sorry, Tara Cohen. Or there's uh, <laughs> there's a lot of flash in the pans this uh, year. Alex yep. Alex Collins. Um, who else? Let's see. Lots of flash in the pans, but I mean the the thing about waiver wire is that you know, people get injured, like yeah, Dalvin yeah. Cook this week, yeah. uh, which is a good segue into what's on tap, where we discuss our waiver wire pickups for the week, uh, which we just mentioned. Uh, Alex Collins, he is on tap right now. He is currently the number one guy in Baltimore. This could change in a matter of a drive, though, because he has had three three fumbles in two games that he started for. Or that he's got the majority of the carries for Baltimore. And Harbaugh came out after the last game and said he's got to hold on to the ball if he wants to keep his job. Yep. Yeah. And I, he looks good when he is holding on to the ball. I mean, he's picking up yards. Um, with that said, Baltimore's playing from behind in the last two games, so he's not carrying the ball a lot, but he's getting more, uh, four times more carries than anybody else on that team. I mean, he he's he is the bell cow currently until he drops the ball again. Yeah, until he literally drops the ball. Yeah, Terrence West value has pretty much gone to the gone to the shoots. So, it, it I mean, hold on to him just in case Collins does fumble again. But he's not someone that you can play right now, like you were able to weeks one and two. Yep. Mm-hmm. With that said, uh, we also talked about Dalvin Cook going out. So his backup is Latavius Murray. Um, who I don't think anyone knows how to spell that name. No, not, <laughs> I, not at all. I do. I don't um, think there's an O in there. Thank you, Madden. I know how to spell his name. <laughs> I like him. I, I mean, I think Minnesota's come out and 
kind of told the league, hey, we can still we can throw the ball. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. two of the top three receiving receivers in the league right now are Adam Thielen and Stephon Diggs. So I think that gives them a little more breathing room. Our offensive line has looked okay, to be honest. I, I think they've looked all right. For sure. They, so, they've, they've looked a lot better than they thought than everyone thought they were going to at the yeah, end definitely. of the year. Okay, I just have to mention this really quick because I was reading, trying to see if there was any other news. Guess who the Minnesota Vikings brought in for a workout today? Well, please tell me it was Deion Kristen Williams. Michael? It was Stephen Ridley. Oh. oh. <laughs> I thought it was Kristen Michael so we could cut him again. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think he's with some journey team right now. Matt Asiata. I think, I think he's still with Detroit. Yeah, no, no, he's, he's, got, he's not. Oh, he got, got let go. He got uh-huh. let go before he got the cut. season. He's a free yeah, agent. Yeah. yeah. And we are, I mean... Jarek McKinnon is also an option, but I think Lata- he's dealing with injuries right now too. He is. Yeah. He is also dealing good. with injuries. Well, so, is so, is Latavius, so is Latavius yeah. Murray. Well, and both of them. With the wide receivers playing so well, you're not seeing a lot of catches from the running backs in, in Minnesota right oh, now. Oh, absolutely not. I mean, there's there's been a few. I mean, Dalvin Cook had a couple last week before he got injured. For sure. So there's been a couple, but I, I mean, Thielen is that quick out guy that that they go for. He's the he's the check down guy, not not the running back right now. Mm-hmm. Um. He's the safety device. But Latavius Murray is a good grab. I mean, he had a lot of touchdowns last year, even though he didn't have a lot of yards with the Raiders. Uh, and I think that he could do something similar. He's a power guy, which is different than what Cook is. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he could do something something good with the with the Vikings. I mean, they signed him for a good contract, a big contract for a reason. Exactly. And it was unfortunate for him that he was injured throughout the preseason, so he wasn't able to challenge Cook for that job. Although, if he was challenging for the job, Cook still might have won. With that said, he's he's back. He's had a few weeks back now to to get back up, and I th- I think he's gonna he is a very serviceable uh, starter in the league for sure. Um, moving on, we talked about the uh, Packers running back situation kind of being in shambles. Um, so Aaron Jones is who ex- right exactly? Uh, he oh, A. A. Ron A. A. Ron Jones um, standing behind A. A. Ron Rogers. Um, he's the I mean, he's the starter essentially as if ty if ty montgomery is out um aaron jones ty Young montgomery. <laughs> um then aaron jones is the number one guy in, i i, I think bay. green bay goes back to the past five years or however long where the running back was pretty much useless on that team i agree i, I agree the, yeah the past three four when i, I mean, he's still gonna get some carries though um i could see him I, I wouldn't say that he's a starter, but he's a guy that to grab and look at because, say, Montgomery's injury is, you know, he's broke his ribs. Maybe he's out for longer than what we think he's going to be out, and he has a big game this week. You've already got him on your bench. Uh, suddenly, you might have a really good starter uh, if, if, he, if a Aaron busts out and actually ends up being a great player. So he's a good guy to grab uh, grab and stash for at least one week. I just picked him up in one of the, one of the dynasty leagues I'm in. Like, if you're in a situation where you have by players, like if you have, like, Devonta Freeman and then, uh, I don't know, um, Devin Coleman. Te- any of the New Orleans, <laughs> any of the New Orleans Saints guys. Yeah, Alvin yeah, uh, 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 Rob Kelly. Nope. Oh, do you guys start Aaron Jones or Wayne Gallman? Aaron Jones. Aaron Jones. Aaron Jones. Better offense. And then, uh, finally, we're going to switch to the quarterback position. Uh, which is surprising for us because we're none of us are terribly high on quarterbacks. But the guy that's the number two quarterback in the league is a free agent in most leagues right now. Uh, that is Alex Smith. He is he is putting up numbers like no other uh, for the Kansas City Chiefs, which is something I never thought I would say. 
Uh, yeah. He is known as a game manager. But you know who's known as a game manager for a long, long time? Tom Brady. And then suddenly <laughs> he could throw the ball. Same thing with Alex Smith. Um, that dra- that Patrick Mahomes draft really scared him, huh? <laughs> yeah. Oh, it fired. It didn't scare him. It fired him up. Yeah. It made him. I mean, like, he's out there throwing, throwing and running for his life. That one play where they faked it to Kareem Hunt and he took it to the outside for a touchdown. Mm-hmm. Man, that pissed me off. I he, had Kareem Hunt. He has <laughs> no interceptions this year. Yeah, that's and that's what's keeping him up on that list because. Yep. I mean, stats wise, he's under underneath a lot of guys when it comes to yardage. Yeah. Um, he's he's up there in touchdowns. He's he's I think he's tied for third in touchdowns, but he has zero picks. Would would you argue with maybe two of the top maybe five MVP candidates being Alex Smith and Kareem Hunt? I would not argue that. I wouldn't argue that. I Kareem uh, Hunt I is on like... pace for over two thousand yards. Yeah. In his rookie year, that's it's Plus, one but... unsustainable. <laughs> but two, I hope not. I hope, yeah, I hope it's not unsustainable. <laughs> um, but it, it's just in a year filled with guys who are underperforming. These two are just blowing it up right now, and I don't think there's anybody. Like, again, those are my top five consideration. I would say number three would probably be Tom Brady. To be honest, I won't put Kareem Hunt in there. It, it, it's still a quarterback award. Uh, it unless, is, unless but he breaks that, that two thousand ma- yards, I don't think his name's going to even be put. Up I, there I hate that it's a quarterback award. Oh, yeah. oh, oh I, I think everybody I, does. Hundred percent. Like a couple yeah. years ago, JJ Watt should have won that award. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, oh, for sure. JJ Watt should have won it. Khalil Mack arguably yep. could have won it a year. Von Miller should probably won it at least once. The year JJ Watt did not win it was the year that I told everyone uh, that that award will never be won by a defensive player. Ever. Oh yeah. I mean, unless the defensive player somehow houses. 10 touchdowns themselves yeah. um there there's no way it's going to be won by a defensive player no i agree it's not going to happen um and, all right and i think that's the end of our waiver wire or did yeah. you have another well comment? i was just going to say that um unless it's you know someone breaks the sack record because if they break the record that's different yeah but stray handed and he didn't win mvp correct i guess so yeah you're, you're, you're right I mean, the year that uh, uh, was it uh, Derek? John- no, not Johnson. Uh, Lamar Houston. No, who's the uh, KC? Uh, Justin Houston. Justin Houston. That's yeah, my bad. Uh, the year Justin Houston with two years ago, almost he came uh, half a sack away from from tying and a sack away from breaking it. Yeah, he wasn't even in the talk. Yeah, true. Good point. Good point. So I mean, I I would love to say that that's that's true, but uh, we're getting off on a tangent that's not fantasy relevant really because. <laughs> Who starts IDP? Hopefully, no one. It's a terrible thing to <laughs> Actually, do. Actually, three quarters of the people in this room I'm have. So IDP. sorry for all of you. I don't like talking I don't, about I, it. All right, moving on. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so that is the end of what's on tap. Uh, so now let's get into uh, let, let's let's drunk. Oh no! Oh no! Uh, it was empty. It's fine. <laughs> now let's get back to uh, let's get back to our last week hangover. Let's see how we did last week on our suds and duds uh, before we break into uh, before we break into our beer goggles and uh, I think we collectively had our best week. I would like to go first. No, that's uh, okay. <laughs> you don't have to. So my uh, no, th- you know what? Let me go last. <laughs> okay, you know, cool. let's let's start with uh, let's start with the person who had the worst week. Let's start with Zach. We'll go from worst to first. I wouldn't say it had the worst. I would. 
<laughs> just IQ looking, at, looking at the stats. You're yeah. the only one with a minus next I to their also name. Would say I would that. <laughs> I, it, you know, whatever semantics. So, so let's start with your with the worst pick for the entire suds and duds, which was your sud. Uh, uh, Ty Hilton, Ty Young Hilton, <laughs> T Y I believe stands for Ty Young. Yeah, so three catches for thirty yards isn't going to get it done. That is not. That is six points in PPR uh, and three points in non PPR. That is that is a rough start. Um, yep. He said uh, he's had one good week this year. Yes. And it was it was two weeks ago, and it in was a Cleveland. great week. Yeah, it was a great week, and it, it started off really well. He started off with a couple targets and a couple catches in the first quarter. And the Colts had a lead going into halftime. And then everything just came tumbling down. And it was... The, I think the Seahawks scored like 30 unanswered points. And it was just... It was a blowout. And um, with that said, uh, your Sud this week, I'd probably look at starting him next week. Or this, this upcoming week. Because uh, uh, Ty Young Hilton is... Uh, they're going up against... Uh, Oh, I just completely forgot. The 49ers? The 49ers, that's right. Uh, who is not known for their defense, let's just say. I agree. Um, I think that he, he is the be- he is still the best wide receiver on that team. I think Brissett and- has a good day, too. Yeah. Yep. He'll be Brissette mentioned has later. T.Y. Hillen's going to have a good day. I just I just think it's a good, a good week to look at... Uh, T.Y. We'll look at some some uh, indie starters. Oh, for sure. In general. Yeah. Well, I mean, when Brissett started for New England, I thought he looked okay. The, yeah. Uh, what, like three, four games when Brady uh, yeah, was suspended last year? Because uh, looked all right. Uh, Garoppolo got injured the first game, so we ended up starting the next three. Yeah. yeah. And so he I, was I injured against, through two of them. I think against weaker defenses like San Fran, I think T.Y. Hillens is fine start. I think Brissett is a great backup in the league. And which means that he's a servable starter for short periods of time. Uh, hopefully, he doesn't have to start for very much longer because something we didn't mention in the uh, uh, quick outs this week was Andrew Luck is back at practice. Oh, yeah, he was throwing. Oh, that's right. He was throwing. He, he, was throwing. Yeah. he came back throwing, but there is still no timetable for his return. The and thought honest, is it's at least three weeks. If the Colts were smart, they actually, because of their start, would not play him. And take a top end pick next year. I I completely. And you know what you that. might want to do is trade An that offensive pick, lineman. Maybe? Trade that pick down and pick up offensive linemen who can protect him from being on the pup list. Yep. True. And needing surgery and have a chance at winning a Super Bowl. Keep Brissett in there all season, which is going to be it's going to be good for Brissett because they could trade him next year. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> if he if he has well, a good year. England. He could he could end up on another team. I mean, he could end up being the starter for the Jets uh, because the Jets are going to want somebody to start in front of their rookie quarterback. I'm sure for a season. Well, who the Jets also right now? I will I will give a public apology. Um, I because they I expected them to go 0 16, and they have won 200 percent more of the amount of games I thought they were going to win. That would actually be an infinite. Uh, yeah, I, I didn't know how to do the math. There. <laughs> Infinitely more yeah. than everyone thought they were going yeah. to. Uh, and are you going to give a public ap- apology for Ty Young Hilton as well? No. Okay. Uh, and then your dud was a was a win. I got. And a that's why I'm not you. apologizing for Ty Hilton. 
now, with that said, the caveat, we all had wins on our duds this week. Uh, your dud was Amari Cooper. How did he do this week? Two catches for nine yards. Gross. In a week where Crabtree's not there, Derek Carr was in for most of the game. This offense for the past two weeks has been garbage. And it's we'll get into another player shortly that was part of that offense that was listed as a dud. But it's just they can't move the ball, and I don't understand what's going on. This is a team that had super efficient offense last year, and they kept all the same pieces. They got an improved running back. Or did they? Or did they? And now they're they're just kind of in the bottom of the barrel now. That offense looked lost without Crabtree catching the ball. Kind of, yeah. I mean, with when Carr didn't have his safety safety valve, um, he just he didn't know where to put the ball because he does not throw it to Cooper. Uh, Cooper, I, it, this might continue all season long for Cooper because I don't think Carr and Cooper are a connection that's you're going to hear. I agree. I don't think Carr likes throwing it to him. Or it changes for the better while Carr is out because that's true. EJ Manuel or Connor Cook? No, no, uh, EJ Manuel. Manuel. Um, I just wanted to say Connor Cook. Although, uh, weirdly enough, if you want to be a uh, NFL quarterback, go to Michigan State, apparently. Right? <laughs> Connor Cook, Kirk Cousins, Brian Hoyer. I mean, they've got quarterbacks in the league. Drew Stanton. Quarterback. You... Was Drew Stanton Michigan State? Yes, he was. When yes, he was. Quarterback you, apparently. Why did I think? Oh, I always get him and Chad Henney mixed up. I'm yeah, like, Chad Henney was Michigan. I was like, I thought he went to Michigan. Oh, trust me. I know which one went to Michigan. My bad. Sorry, I blew up. Yeah, Sorry, okay. guys. All right. With that said, let's move on to Chris's suds and duds. Who was your sud? My sud was Devontae Parker. And and, I, and we discussed this earlier. I think I broke even on him. He was 6 for 69, no touchdowns. <laughs> so if you're in a PPR league, he got you double digits. Yeah, 12.9. Point, which is serviceable. Yeah, that's that's a decent uh, start. That's yeah. a good third third wide receiver. I think the majority of people are going in with him being their second receiver, maybe even flex. Um, if you're not in PPR league, he only got you 6.9 points, which is not the greatest, but I wouldn't say the worst. No, I better start than Amari Cooper. <laughs> that's true. That's true. That's true. Yeah. But I was really disappointed in this game. Like, going up against the Saints, you would think they'd A, score a touchdown, and B, one of them beat Devontae Parker. Yeah. That, I mean, that, right. that game was. I, uh. The Saints do not have a good defense, and this is two weeks in a row against the Jets and against the Saints that the Dolphins have just shown that they don't know what to do on offense. So stay away from the Dolphins' offense because sure. we were right about the division but wrong about the team when we were talking about one of the worst teams in the league because uh, the Dolphins might be them. Who knew that Ryan Tannehill was the key to that offense? Right. Is it Ryan Tannehill? Is their offensive coordinator just being terrible? Well, I think Adam, or is it Adam because Gase Jay is Cutler's the, there? Gase is the coordinator. Gase is calling the plays on offense. He's running the offense. Uh, Smoking Jay Cuddy, yeah. baby. Which is funny because Gase had Cutler in Chicago. Right. And yeah. he, he did, did well. solid. I mean, he wasn't great, but he did better he was, than his career averages. He was serviceable. He was better than what he is this year. Probably yeah. showing that Cutler didn't work out all offseason. Right, yeah. He was too busy naked on boats smoking cigarettes. Well, that's how you yeah. do. Yeah. That's how I like to live my life. <laughs> <laughs> all right, who's your dud? Moving to my dud, Marshawn Lynch. Good uh, dud. What did he get again? Like 12 yards? He had 12 yards. 12 yards. He was too busy dancing on the sideline. <laughs> Not this game. Not, Not this game. game. Uh, I, I I think he's going to be a dud from here on out. Uh, he hasn't really looked good all year. 
I would say that he'll probably have one or two games that he'll look like a decent running back only because he scores touchdowns because he's going to get the goal line carries. I would say one breakout game and I am attempting to trade him. That's yep. not even close. Oh, yeah. If, if he if he has a really big game. If he has a 20-point week, I'm getting rid of him. I bet that you're going to drop him before he gets that game. In a yearly, in a redraft league, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In a redraft league, I mean, I, I, I don't know. That that team looked bad when they had Carr, and now they don't have Carr, and I yeah. think they're just gonna look worse. I agree. All right, so now we'll move on. Uh, oh man, both Carl and I had good weeks. Uh, you know what? I, I'm gonna I'm gonna go first here because I'm just super excited to talk about this. Uh, so my sud this week was Mr. Lenny Fournette. Man, he loves those nets. Big basketball fan. Uh, two weeks in a row. Same uh, joke. Wrong, wrong sport. Baby. Uh, so he had 86 rushing yards. He had four catches for 59 yards and a touchdown. I mean, that is that is bonkers points. I like that, that he's getting receptions. Right? right? That's what I really like. I didn't expect yeah. that from yeah. him. Yeah. Nobody expected no, it because he, well he never got thrown the ball at LSU. I mean, he's still not having the most efficient yards per carry, but... That's because teams know that there's really no outside threat for the passing game. For Rip Robinson. Yeah, so I mean, in, in PPR, that's 23 points. In non-PPR, that's that's 19 points. I mean, that's a that's a great week. Uh, he's showing that he is he is the uh, the Zeke of this year. He is the guy that's the rookie running back that is the go-to start. Uh, ah, yeah, no, number that's, two. That's still Kareem Hunt. Number two. Still Kareem, yeah. That's still Kareem Hunt. Number two. He's, um, he's averaging 10.4 yards per catch right now. That's that's good. That's, that's good. That's what, good. What, what at least I expect from a uh, running back. He's only yeah. averaging 3.5 yards a carry, though. I mean, that's why I said his yards per carry is low. Yeah, that, that's a tough one. He's the, playing for Jacksonville. They, they don't really have a good quarterback or good receiving core anymore. After... You just play man to man and you stack the box. Yeah, I, but his, yeah, his longest run of the year has been 15 yards. Whew. That's yeah, not great. It's not great, but, but I mean, you know what? Like, he's still like saying he's still getting the carry carry load that you play him every week without question. Right, and I, think, and I still think he looks good. I think Jacksonville. I, I still think he looks okay. He, Jacksonville is a serviceable quarterback and an offensive line away from being a really good team. I think they're just a serviceable quarterback. I think the Lions doing what they can with what they have. I, I would say that if the Lions only able to help uh, running back get to 15 yards, that they might not. Fair 15 yards as a as a long. I mean, three and a half average. Three and a half average yards per carry. They're, they're, they need a they need to get some better uh, guards in there. But that's the, where it, the tackles where are doing like, fine. The guards. That's where Chris and I were talking about though is that their defenses are able to stack the box against Jacksonville oh, because yeah. they're not worried about any outside receiving threat. That's true. Yeah. Uh, all right. And then uh, my dud for the week was a Mr. Melvin Gordon. Who dudded for sure. He definitely dudded. Uh, he had 22 rushing yards, and he had one catch for seven yards. So he had three points. Uh, a solid three points. Um, three points in PPR, two points in standard. Yep. <laughs> uh, I... Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I will take all the accolades for this. Uh, <laughs> I uh, I predicted it. I knew it was going to co come to this. Uh, to be honest with you, Gordon's not having a great year. Um, he's having an okay year. I mean, uh, for a running back, he's getting touchdowns. 
he he's got ish. He's kind of a touchdown dependent guy right now, though. Yeah, that's that's the problem. But he's also not getting. <sighs> he's got they, what they five touchdowns on the season altogether. He, he actually came out in the past, I think, day or two, uh, complaining about the lack of touches he's getting. Because I mean, you look at his last three games. Oh, he's, he's got had, two touchdowns this year. He's got two rushing touchdowns. He's only got fifty-four carries in four games. So I mean, that's what like. 13 carries a game average. And he is the yeah. kind of guy that needs a lot of carries to get his yards up because his yards per carry every year is bad. Well, part of that too, though, is them also playing from behind and having to pass the ball, trying to win games. Even when they're home, they're away. Yes. <laughs> yeah, these Clippers are just having a terrible time passing. Can't really spread that ball around. Okay, so for those who all don't know, Saint, Shane is very salty that they're using the LAC as their logo name because the LA Clippers have the same thing, so that's why he keeps on making this Clippers joke. Uh, for those of you who don't know, um, I will. Th- I, I, I hate that there's two teams in Los Angeles. Um, I feel like the Fair. Clippers should go back to San Diego. Agreed. And I hate that there's one team in Los Angeles. Fair. To be honest, <laughs> at this point, no one, it, that's a basketball town. Yeah. No one True. cares about anything else aside from the Lakers. Some people care about the Clippers. No one cares about the Kings in terms of hockey. Nope. And then NFL, they're like, oh, that's cool. We've got a team. Yeah, maybe I'll go. Maybe, maybe I won't. I don't know. They can't, I mean, they can't sell tickets. Right. I mean, the Rams who are playing well are having trouble selling out. Yeah. And it's just, it's. This is a tangent. Anyway, I had a great week. Uh, Carl, how'd your week go? I was just looking at Melvin Gordon's schedule, and I mean, he's, he's playing New York, then he's playing Oakland. The only tough team that I, I, I see is going to be rough is when they play Denver. I mean, well, Denver's going to be real rough. Denver's going to be real, real rough, rough, but then after that, you got Patriots, you got Jacksonville, you got Buffalo, well, you got J- Dallas. Be tough. J- Jacksonville will be tough. And Buffalo, with, I think, with, too. Buffalo's they, had a solid defense so far this year. They're, sure. they're not doing the best against the Rams. I, I think that the Patriots are going to fix their defense a little bit. I'm not I'm not being a complete homer and saying oh, no, they're going to get a lot you. better. Bill Belichick but when uh, once Hightower something. comes back, uh, which might be oh, this week. Right. He's been out. Yeah, he's, he got injured like one. very early in week one. So once he comes back, he's going to help fix that uh, that front seven. Yeah. And I think it's going to get a, a, it's going to get better for the Patriots. Yeah, Hashtag but I, it gets I, I, better. All I'm saying is I, I would trade for Melvin Gordon. His stock is as low as it's going to be, and he's a starting running back. I bet you can get him for pretty cheap after this past week. If you can, sure. if, you, if yeah. you're in a keeper league or anything like that, you can get him for cheap. A- do any it. league, to be honest. I, yeah. I'd grab him for, like, would you guys take him or uh, Mario Cooper? I would take Melvin Gordon. I, I guess that's a receiver to running back. Yeah, but, I mean, right now, Amari Cooper's your flex at most. Oh, Zach's thinking. He's going to say Melvin Gordon. He hates it, but he's going to say I'm not, it. I'm not thinking at all because <laughs> when one league, I have both Melvin Gordon and Amari Cooper. So, um, no, I, in all honesty, give me the running back because I can find a receiver on waiver wire. So, give me the running back in this case. Oh, that's cute. Yeah. Right. Not entirely happy about it, but. Cool. All right, Carl, let's talk about your week. All right, I had a pretty good week. Um, my sud from last week was Jordy Nelson. Um, it was kind of a, a cake sud, if you if you're gonna be honest. Um, he went for- uh, Green Bay receiver. I know right? what I know, right? Weird. And they played against Chicago. What I know, right? <laughs> Who'd have thought? Yeah, he had four receptions for 75 yards and two TDs. Um, Jordy Nelson kind of went off last week. 
he had plenty of opportunities with those four Mike Glennon turnovers. I know. God, the Bears look so bad. <laughs> he kind of went off the past like four weeks. But on the bright side, we <laughs> get Mitchell Trubisky time now. It it is Trubisky time. Um, and it's course, time. It's, it's time. It's no. Mm. Uh, it's not their time. Um, it's that's gonna be interesting for week one against the Vikings defense. <laughs> That'll be interesting. It's gonna be a hell I, of a game. I feel like he. If there's a game for him to go off, it's gonna be that game. Yeah. On national TV Monday night. Tangent. Sorry. Um, no, Jordy Nelson did well. Um, I, there's not really much else to say. He was a Packers receiver against the Bears' poorest defense. <laughs> yeah. Yep. My Instagram every week. My dud, however, I am very proud of because I was getting a couple of people were like, "What the fuck are you like? What are you saying?" Oh, not safe for work this week. Not safe. Yeah, we've already. My, whatever. <laughs> he's my ninth ranked receiver before we started the season. So I'm, I'm kind of hoping that he drops. <laughs> well, I mean, it depends on the injury. But uh, Julio Jones. Um, no touchdowns this year, huh? No touchdowns this year. I'm, wow. I mean, that's normal. Um, yeah, it's. <laughs> I, mean, I would have thought through like, four games oh, and no. he would have had one, though. He's still averaging 15 yards per catch. <laughs> um, but last game, he only had three receptions for 30 yards. Yes, he did leave early with a... Yeah, he went out in the second quarter. Went out in the second quarter. But I was right. (laughs) Still Let's ignore everything else. Doesn't matter why he had a bad game. He had a bad game. He was not a viable... He was not a good start last week. In PPR, he only got six points. Standard, only three. Boom. I nailed it, guys. I I went out on a limb and I nailed it. Yeah, you almost did as good as me last week. Almost. My dud was a better dud. I don't know. I had the balls enough to say Julio, Julio Jones. Jones first we round both pick. chose first round picks for our duds. Are you telling me Melvin Gordon wasn't going in the first round? I'm telling this you, year? Melvin I, Gordon's not as big of a star as Julio I, I Jones. Think, mm. I don't think you. I mean, I'm sure in some like 12 man leagues you could see him in the first. Don't round. Don't get me wrong. Like it was a. And my a, sud wasn't a first round pick. You were the B plus player this week, Shane. Carl was the A minus player. Ah, girl, girl. I did pick. I did pick Jordy Nelson to be my sud. Not to, like, throw myself under the bus here, which apparently I'm doing, but, I mean, Jordy Nelson wasn't exactly a, like, a reach. You know what? We Just, will end this argument later in the show when we go over I'm, next I'm to this week's Suds and Duds. I'm going to tip my app towards myself, because how many people are starting Devontae Parker? You guys pick guys who are everyday starts, every week starts. Yeah, but for your suds. you were even money. I mean, that was a bad start in a... Uh, that, mm. was a that was a wide receiver it wasn't three. A, it was a flex. Yeah, it, it wasn't bad, and not everybody's starting Devontae Parker. You guys have every week we can, starts. We can all say that we <laughs> our duds, though, were all people that everyone is normally starting in their leagues. Yes. I mean, Marshawn Lynch, Julio Jones, Mari Cooper, Melvin Gordon. We all had big names as our duds, and we all hit on those duds. The yeah, point is, sure. we, had our so, be- we had our best four-way suds and duds high week. Five. <laughs> Boom. We had wow. our best suds and duds week, so that's all that matters. All right, guys. So let's move on to our Wheel of Destiny. So I'm going to just tap, just pop, tab, tab on to our main top, to our main Okay, so let's do the theme song once to get it out of the way, and then we'll just go with the games. All right, so who are we starting with? Um, who's who's taking the first spin? I'll do it since I'm pressing the button. All right, sounds good. All right, guys. Wheel of Destiny, turn, turn, turn. turn, turn. Tell, Tell us, us the game, game that we will learn. Ah! Oh. <laughs> Come on! 
That's if you guys me. don't know, it's Vikings at Bears. <laughs> that was a good practice spin. <laughs> oh, we, we, we didn't take this game out? No, 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 we did not. Why not? Why not? Who are you starting? Uh, Thielen and Diggs? Thielen and Diggs for sure. They're A. Jordan Howard? They're A starts. You know, honestly, oh, I, no, would, I, would. I would start Jordan would Howard. I would. Um, I, guess, the Viking, I guess you kind of have to where you draft him. Well, Amir Abdullah... Almost got 100 yards on the Vikings' run defense. That's why I was going to say that. Jordan Howard and Amir Abdullah are not the same running back. Exactly. That's my point. Jordan Howard's a better running back. I'm going to stop before we can get that deep. The different teams. We're going to win. We're going to blow Chicago out of the water. I agree. We're not going to be able to run. I don't know. Mitch Trubisky. As a a Vikings fan. Mitchell the Mitchell. I'm going to say this, but Mitchell Trubisky might be the X Factor. That's going to inject some new life into the Bears. Who's because he like, throwing it to? Xavier Rhodes. That's Kendall him. Wright. <laughs> <laughs> Xavier Rhodes. Rhodes Xavier Rhodes. Um, He's going to have many receptions. Rhodes, Smith. <laughs> and, and the other issue is, who, who's the Vikings starting quarterback? Is it Sam Bradford or is it Case, Case Keenum? Keenum? I'll take either, to be honest. He looked, Case Keenum, I thought, looked okay. Case Keenum has looked Case Keenum great, has looked terrible, and okay in his three Which three he starts. did the same thing for the Rams. He had some big number games for the Rams once or twice when he was starting for them. Yeah. But he cannot keep that up. He's not a consistent quarterback. And uh, So you want Bradford there. And this is a Bears team that was able to, for the most part, contain Big Ben. That's true. In the passing game. Um, they beat they, Pittsburgh. They, they beat Pittsburgh. They did a very good job, minus Austin Hooper, uh, of containing <laughs> an yeah. Atlanta Falcons offense that is very high powered. So who are you starting on Chicago? Just just Jordan Howard? Uh, Jordan Howard. I look at uh, Terry Cohen as in PPR. In, in PPR. Yeah, in PPR leagues. Um, possibly Miller. Rudolph. Possibly Miller. I uh, think Miller's a solid play. I, I think, I think Miller's I, I do a solid like play at tight end. Just because the Vikings linebackers, I mean, they're good at rushing, but they're not great in coverage. They're average. Has Honestly, Bradford they're average linebackers. Out? Bradford has not been ruled not been ruled out. out if yet. he starts, I, I think Rudolph's a fantastic play. I think Rudolph's yeah. a fantastic oh, yeah. play. Um, Bears wide receivers don't touch him. Nope. Um, I don't care who's going against Trey Wayne's. It's just... <laughs> You don't you don't get points for pass interference. That's what we're trying to say. It's true. Yeah, that's true. You don't get points for pass interference. But you do get points when it's a pass interference in the end zone, and they go onto the one yard line, and then Jordan Howard runs it in. Yep. That's why I say start Jordan Howard, start Tariq Cohen. Um, Zach Miller is also a decent start on the on the Bears. Um, Plus, Jordan Howard's coming off of a long rest because they were a Thursday night game. Yeah, it's true. Uh, which is good for him because he was he got a lot of workload against the Packers when he came in in the fourth quarter when he didn't have to. Right, and he's and been was running the ball. And he's been and, yeah. up, so so I th- I think this is a good time for Howard. Um, and same thing for Cohen. I mean, it, he's Trubisky's going to be checking down a lot. I'm just going to say too, start the defense, start the Vikings defense. Oh yeah, oh <laughs> they are sure. yep. it, it, NFL rookie debut with a terrible team. On they Monday are Night a solid football. on Monday Night Football. They are a solid start. Uh, All right, let's just spin it around the room. I'll go next. All right. Right. Wheel of Destiny, turn, turn, turn. Tell us the game that we will. Oh, Vikings at oh, Bears. Bears. Okay. Yeah, no, um, that's well, that's cute. pretty easy. That's cute. <laughs> Good luck. All right. So I got the Cardinals <laughs> at the Eagles. Uh, and this is fine. It's fine. It's, fine. it's okay. Fine. It's fine. Um, so <laughs> Carson Palmer is uh, getting a lot of passing yards. 
Yes. He's yep. not getting a lot it's of because they don't have a running game. Not a, that's <laughs> true. And they barely have an offensive line. Yep. Not getting a lot of yards in the end or not a lot of catches in the end zone, but he's getting a lot of passing yards. Yeah. Um with that said, uh so I think that Fitzgerald uh is a good uh start this week. I mean he, he as long with, as he keeps running those slant patterns. Yeah, he's now. a he's a good start every week. Yeah, I I, I like him. Um spoiler I, alert. Jerron Brown. Yep, I was I'm about to say it. Jerron Brown, Brown is is we'll a is a good starter this week. Um, because the on, e- or sorry. Oh no, continue. I was going to say the Eagles have been very susceptible to the pass this year. Um, their corners are just garbage, um, yep. and they have one good safety. So they're 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 a good matchup for any any receivers that you put up. I would even say John Brown is going to be in consideration for a flex play. Um, not Jerron, but John. Yeah. <laughs> um, I would say John Brown's still in consideration for a flex play for me personally. Um, Do you think Chris Johnson gets in the end zone? I mean, he's touchdown dependent. Yeah, but he did okay I, last week. He had he? he had thirteen attempts for thirty two yards. Uh, he had three catches for thirty one yards. I I don't think he gets in the end zone. No, no, I I don't. I I think that Philly's got a. Got, got a, a good, good rushing defense. Pretty good defensive line. Yeah, I I don't think that they they let if if they're within five yards, I think they're running a slant. Yeah, they're they're trying to throw it in the end zone, a slant or a fade. What do you Philly, do with? Um, I I think with the Eagles, um, and this I think Alshon Jeffrey's a good start this week. Okay. Um, Ooh, wow. I disagree. <laughs> and I, I I I feel like you're gonna say that, but um, the. The problem with the um, Cardinals' defense this year is that they're giving up big plays. Yeah. They're giving up a few big plays every game to wide receivers or tight ends. Um, Except and, last week when they got into a field goal battle. That's true. <laughs> um, and I, I think that out of all of the Eagles players, that Alshon Jeffries the guy that's going to get that big play for him. Um, yeah. Do you start anybody at running back? I don't. I don't think that you put Blunt in. Um, I don't I, think that you put. Is it Smallwood? That's Smallwood. I think I, I just, made a big splash. I think Blunt because these is, these are two defensive both that are both good against the run. Yeah, I think it's a it, yeah. Blunt is a tough play, but I think he would be okay for a flex spot. But again, he's touchdown dependent. I think with how Arizona is against the run, that if they're up close once again, if if Philly's up close. They're running slants. They're running fades, and I think that's where Alshon Jeffrey gets some uh, gets a touchdown. Scale of one to ten for Ertz starting this week. Oh, I'd start him. I mean, he's he's a top five receiver in the league right now uh, when it comes to yardage. <laughs> I I definitely start him. Okay. Um, he's he's another big playability guy. Um, Do you look at? It's yeah. a lot of boomer busts on on the Philly offense is the problem. Yeah. Do you look at J.J. Nelson or Nelson Aguilar at all? No. Bench them both? I would bench them both. I Like I said, both of those – both of, it's boomer bust in Philly's offense, and Aguilar is the biggest boomer bust guy. Um, eh, maybe. <laughs> maybe it's, ah, it's yeah, uh, no, Alshon Jeffrey. Jeffrey is the biggest yeah, boomer bust guy. But uh, I think you're forgetting the number five, uh, quote-unquote, catcher in the league, Zach Ertz. He is also boomer bust because it's it's all big play. It's that offense is all boomer bust. Um, but I I just I I wouldn't I wouldn't start. I I wouldn't. Yeah. 
if you're if you're watching if you have a lot of buys maybe look at Agalor. But if not, I wouldn't. I wouldn't touch them. I guess that's one thing we did forget to mention was the buys this week, which we should probably start doing. Oh yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, Atlanta, Denver, Nolens, and Nolens. Washington are all. That's a lot of wide receivers now. that you're missing out on this week. Mm-hmm. I mean, you lose all of Atlanta's offense. Uh, Julio, you miss the running backs of Tevin Coleman and Devonta Freeman. Missing Matt Ryan and Drew Brees. Matt Ryan, Drew Brees, um, Trevor Simeon, who has been a fantasy relevant quarterback he's been fantasy it makes me, give me that look. no 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 you're you're not wrong it just makes me a little ill to say it whatever i'm gonna find the stat but i remember reading something on on reddit actually they compared um some of his first year stats from last year to like russell wilson andrew luck cam noon and he outperformed like the majority of them mm-hmm. i mean they, they were nitpicking stats you know they compared his yards per throw right. to Andrew Luck they compared compared his touchdown interception ratio to this guy I, I, I think he's okay I don't think he's going to carry the team but I think he's alright alright let's move on to Chris's uh, first wheel alright oh yeah this is Chris's first wheel Vikings oh, at Vikings Bears, Bears. <laughs> why every time <laughs> alright good luck Oh, Chargers at Giants start Philip Rivers I think that's a no-brainer. Um, Against that Giants I, pasty? I think I would. Uh, I think this could be a very ugly game. I, I, I think I so, would. too. I think the Giants lose, though. The Giants have a tough defense. Uh, I I don't know. I, I like Phillip Rivers against tough teams. I, I think they're going to come out and they're going to throw, and they're just going to throw, 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 and... I don't know. I... I I like him. Uh, who is <laughs> the, who's your number one receiver from that game? You're looking at uh, both teams. Out both yeah, teams. out of both teams, who's your number one receiver? Because you you like Philip Rivers, which means that you like the uh, you like Keaton Allen. But I mean, Odell Beckham Jr. is on the other side of the ball. I was also just gonna say throw. I, I throw Eli in there too. I think, it's gonna be, <laughs> I think it's gonna be a high throwing game. Oh, scoring game. I am so happy you said that oh. right next to Shane. No, no, no. I think Eli's throwing picks. I think Philip Rivers is also throwing picks, though. I think this is going to be a lot of picks in this game. <laughs> I think there's going to be six picks altogether in this game. I was going to go four. I was going to say four. But there's going to be a lot of them. I think R- that Write this, this down. I-, I bet you. I-, I-, I don't actually bet you. Unless you got a quarterback you want to throw up. I'll throw Eli against Yeah, him. Shane, I know I lost my water bet to you. Yeah. <laughs> and I lost my water bet to you, Chris. I'm over two this year. I bet this is going to be a high-scoring game. I bet both quarterbacks are going to be... We'll go 16 points fair. 16 points for both of them? Is that yeah. before or after turnovers? Uh, that's for fantasy. So. <laughs> that's fantasy. I will bet that they will not go 16 points each. Each? I would take that bet. I'm that. taking that bet. Beer bet? Loser, mean chain? Loser yeah. brings beer next week? Yeah, let's do All it. Right, let's do it. Over under four and a half throw, passing touchdowns for the game. Oh, I would have to say over. <laughs> and I'm guessing, Shane, you would say under? I would, uh, four and a half. Four and a half. So I would say under. I would say fourth the most. I, I, I just don't, I don't think there's, this is, if, if it's high scoring, it's because of defense. <laughs> uh, I'm not going to begin to so, pick about what was wrong I'd with be that scared. statement. If you, know, Allen, I, you know what I'm saying. I know if what I'm, you have Keenan Allen, I'd start him. I would probably sit Melvin Gordon. He has just not looked good. See, this is the exact opposite of what I would think yeah, of this I'm, game. Yeah, I agree. Right? I'm, on, I'm with I would, Shane on this I, one. I, until I see Melvin Gordon do something. If we have, I mean, okay, 
depending on what angle you're coming from, if you drafted Melvin Gordon, you have to start him. But if we're going to say, is Melvin Gordon a, I don't know, top 15 running back? You know, I'm going to say no. I feel like the, the trap of having to start people that you, and we've talked about this in previous yeah. weeks where we said that. It, it, that's a trap. That's if you've got someone like like if we've got a dud like Amari Cooper, Melvin Gordon, Julio, and Lynch that we've drafted in early rounds, like yeah. we did last week, that yeah, we yeah. don't think's gonna have a good week, don't start them. I mean, put somebody else in. I mean, yeah, you're gonna get it's gonna someone's gonna give you give you some trash talk if they end up having a good game, but if you really feel like they're gonna have a bad week, sit them. Yeah, yeah. And, and until I start seeing some from Melvin Gordon, I, I don't think he's. And obviously, it's team dependent. Start. I I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't call him a top 15 running back. Top 20 would even be a stretch for me. All right. So now let's move on to the last wheel. All right. Zach. Vikings Bears. Pat's Bucks. Look at that, baby. Okay. We got this Thursday night game. Um, So with this game, I'm starting. Let's start with the Buccaneers side. I'm going to start Jameis Winston, Cameron Brait, and Mike Evans without question. Yep. I Um, agree. A flex guy that I'm willing to start, or two kind of two flex guys actually from the Bucks side, both Adam Humphreys and Deshaun Jackson. Um, Adam Humphreys in the past two weeks has ha- has caught twelve of I believe seventeen targets. For okay, Carl, what are you doing? I don't. Oh no, keep going with your point. I'll I'll hit you up after this one. Okay. Um, and Deshaun Jackson is always a deep threat to have a great game at any point. Uh, New England has been susceptible, especially guys like Stephon Gilmore. Um, Shane, I'm sure you've been watching. Yeah, it's been uh, and he's had a really bad start to the year. Um, missed assignments, getting mixed up on coverages. It, it could be a great game for the Bucks. It would have been super nice if the Patriots gave that money to, I don't know, the guy on the other side of the field. Yeah. Um, the only people that I don't start are Doug Martin and Jaquiz Rogers. Because Jaquizicals Rogerson. It could be a 50-50 split. For all we know, it's Doug Martin's first game back after suspension. And with Doug Martin, you never know which one you're going to get. Are you going to get the rookie year Doug Martin, or are you going to get the second, fourth, and you know fifth year Doug Martin? Yeah. Um, I don't disagree with that, um, I although I do disagree with Deshaun Jackson. Um, he is just he is he's not been great this well, year. Well, that's why I said he's a flex play, at be- I, like flex at best. I mean, yeah, with bye weeks, he's maybe I, I I would look at Humphreys before I would look at Deshaun Jackson. Yeah. Um. I know I like all those. I'm the question I was going to ask you was about Doug Martin. Oh, but you, but you hit it up. Okay. Um, oh, of course I hit it up. Yeah. No, it's uh, it's his first game back after suspension. Would you guys start Deshaun Jackson or Doug Martin? I would start Doug Martin before Deshaun Jackson. I would also. Start I, would start, I would I would start him. The upside of of Doug Martin over the inconsistency of Deshaun Jackson this year. Yeah. Yep, I would agree for sure. Um, so moving on to the Patriots side, we have uh, Tom Terrific. Of course, he is a start. What? Oh yeah. <laughs> um, ten, ten TDs, no interceptions. No. Whatever. Well, he's got what fourteen hundred yards. What? <laughs> is that all? Is that uh, and how many? Games? That's good, right? Is that good? What's that score mean? So, <laughs> all right, uh, Gronk, you start, duh. Um, the wide receiver that I'm saying to start this game, most people would not believe is a duh, but Chris Hogan. Yep. Um, I would For start sure. him. I would feel more comfortable starting Chris Hogan over Brandon Cooks. Uh, Brandon Cooks is the bigger, sexier name, but Chris Hogan is do is giving the production. I, I said it before the, the season started when Edelman <laughs> got injured, is that Hogan's got the most similar – well, Amendola might have the most similar skill set, but – Hogan's oh. the better player that has the most similar skill set to him and uh, 
to uh, Chris Edelman or Chris Edelman, Julian, Chris Edelman. Julian Edelman. Jesus, I've had a couple beers. Chris um, Edelman has a lot less concussions than Julian Edelman. Did. Yeah. Um, or then, uh, then, then Kim Dolan. Okay, let's. Okay. There's so many tiny stop. white boys on this team. You guys need to stop. Um, Chris, go ahead. <laughs> I was gonna. That being said, would you still start? Um, oh Cooks. My, yeah, Cooks. Coleman, the not tiny white <laughs> boy. Yeah, I'm like, oh, why did I just blank out his, blank his name? Is it Wes Welker in the league? Uh, would you still start Cooks? I would still start Cooks. I would just be more confident starting Chris Hogan uh-huh. over Cooks. Um, tight end. I already said Gronk. Now here's where we get to the. Uh, I guess you can say the muddied waters. Um, at the running back position. Yeah. Um, Rex Burkhead has officially been ruled out, so that's going to open up the passing game again to James White. So you've got a three, a two way split between James White and Mike Gillisley. Mike Gillisley, after starting off super hot the first two weeks, has really cooled down and done pretty much nothing the last two weeks. He is a touchdown dependent, red zone dependent running back. Right Very now. much so. Mm-hmm. Um, I would so, argue, and uh, you just brought him up. I would argue that Rex Burkhead is the best all around running back that they have. Oh, he's probably because he's, he's not playing. He's not playing. Uh, but continue with your point. I just I, um, that just occurred to me. No, yeah, no, that's fine. That, so. But um, well, because Deion Lewis is not a factor. Um, he no. hasn't. Well, been he all scored year. a touchdown last week. Oh, did he? Yeah, it was the first one in what a year and a half. It's it's been, it's been a while, <laughs> um, but he he's he is now. They're trying to get him in the game enough to trade him away for a wide receiver. I'm sure. Well, I'm sure they're trying to get him in the game to supplant the carries and touches that Rex Burkhead would get. Yeah, that's why he's seeing the field. And and also they they they're trying to build up trade interest. Yeah, they, they, probably. It's, it's very open in the league that he is on the trade block. Yeah, but uh, no, I mean. I, I would not start either defense on this. Um, Carl, I just noticed that you I was going to bring Bucks. that up. I was going to say, so we can all agree none of these defenses are being started, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I, would, I wouldn't I would start either defense. I, I have nothing really else to add. I think it's – what do you say the over-under on this game is? I would say it's – Man, 80 points. <laughs> I was going to say 75. I was going to say 70 or 75 There's going to be a lot of scoring over-under. in this game. It's it's going to be hard not to start wide receivers in this game other than Deshaun Wait, Jackson. Wait, so did you say you like. would or you wouldn't start Gillisley? Um, I did not say I would or would not. He is just very touchdown dependent. Um, I would try to look for other options that were available, but chances are where you drafted him, he's going to have to start on your team. With, with the buys, I would still throw him in the flex. Yeah, I, I think he's a good flex, flex start because I think that he is their red zone touchdown guy he is their blunt this year well we saw week one i mean it's it's and week two touchdown or bust yeah. for him but and, and then the last two weeks they actually they weren't inside the 10 much with yeah. the, with running back plays so if they're inside the 10 with and uh are running the ball gillis lee's getting the ball and he might he's probably getting in the end zone yep i just looked it up 54 point over under I'm going 54. over. Going over. I'm going over. Mm-hmm. Oh, 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 over. Thir- you say it is a Thursday night game. It, it and that's the one <laughs> that's caveat the, that you have the, to you have to throw out with never it. Know. But we've had two really good Thursday night that's games true. this year. It's though it's been a weird year. Two out of four. I mean, that's we're hitting fifty percent right now. That never happens. <laughs> All right, so that is the end of our wheel of morality. Uh, sorry, <laughs> uh, destiny. Um, Steven Spielberg is going to sue someone. Oh, no. Oh, no. Um, so as you can tell with us trying to name Patriot wide receivers, we're all a little drunk now. Don't talk. Uh, so <laughs> it's time for our beer goggles to slip on and talk about some guys that 
maybe aren't the sexiest players in the league, but they're looking pretty sexy right now. Uh, and I'll start the uh, I'll start the conversation with Robbie Anderson versus the Browns. <laughs> now, this is this is a uh, there's a lot of bye weeks going on. There's a lot of wide receivers on bye. You're you might be looking at a flex position going. I don't know who to start here. Robbie Anderson is is one of the best players on the Jets right now. When it, uh, he is catching the ball at a at a pretty good pace, and the Browns are giving up some big plays. Um, I mean, yes, they shut down Antonio Brown to a point week one, but since then they have not shut anybody down. You know, I, I like that pick. That's definitely a sneaky free flex that could win you your game. To be honest, for sure. Yep. I, I mean, the the Browns are the t- uh, in the in the bottom half of the league in pass defense, and well, uh, would would you guys start Robbie Anderson or Calvin Benjamin? Kelvin Benjamin. Kelvin Benjamin, probably. Yeah, really? With, well, without like, yeah. without Detroit, against Detroit, I, I would probably go Robbie Anderson. Actually, Kelvin Benjamin is not. I, without Greg Olson, the catches and yardage will be there for the for the Twin Towers. You hope. <laughs> the last two games for Rob, Robbie Anderson. Oh, geez. Uh, the last That's two games for Robbie them. Anderson have been decent. Uh, against Miami, he played really well. He got 95 yards and a touchdown. Last week, he had 59 yards for, on three catches, which, you know, not fantastic. But now he's playing Cleveland. That's uh, Jacksonville's got a good defense. Cleveland does not. Cleveland is is on the same par as Miami when it comes to defense. So I, I would say that this is a, a pretty good week to look at him for, for put on those, those beer goggles and be like, oh, man, Ravi, you're looking pretty good today. You could also say the same thing about Jermaine Curse. Because after two okay weeks, he's had two really bad ones, and I would say you can say the same thing about Jermaine Curse in that offense. That that's true. Yeah, Curse is also a a decent look at. Um, actually, between those two, you might want to flip a coin. Yeah, like much. it's it's if if you have a if you're, I, I guess the biggest thing between those two is that Curse is probably on a roster and Robbie Anderson's probably not. Yeah, true. So it might be easier to grab Robbie Anderson for for a start uh, for a spot start there than it is for Curse. But with that said, I I think that it, it's. You can. It's so weird having two wide receivers on Detroit, on on uh, not Detroit. Uh, Detroit's got so many number two on receivers the Jets on the Jets that, that you're you might want to start. Between. Yeah. All right, so let's move on, Chris. Who do you got as your beer goggles? Who who's looking sexy to you right now, buddy? His name is Jaron Brown. Jaron Brown, Arizona Cardinals. You mean John Brown? You mean John, right? John Brown. John Brown. No, the one. Who has good? They're the same guy. The other one. <laughs> the other one. The other J Brown. Um, yeah. It's he's, like you're trying to say John, but you're drunk. J- R- John Brown. Brown. He's going up against a very susceptible Eagles backfield. He got over 100 yards last week. Carson Palmer's throwing because they don't have a run game. I, I think you can throw him in your flex. I think you can throw him in your number two. And I think he he eight receptions last week. I, I think he's you're going to see some similar. Philly's not that great against the run, and if this guy sees the end zone, I, I mean, easy double-digit points without without a touchdown. With that touchdown, that's just a cherry on top. I mean, Palmer's getting yards. I mean, it's a it's a solid start. I I would say that's it's a very good choice for you if you're going for a yeah. flex position. And Zach, I think you mentioned John Brown. Is he back? Was he back last week? Yep, he came back last week. I think he had uh, four catches on like seven targets. Um, not a ton of yardage, but he. I mean, he was starting to get involved. He is healthy for at least this week. Um, who knows about next week, but 
uh, I'd, I'd say he's even still a solid, solid play. All right, uh, Zach, who is yours? I do not remember who I told you. Uh, I don't remember which one of these two is yours. Uh, was it Matt? Nope. Nope. Was it uh, Michael Bennett? Yeah, Martellus Bennett. Martellus Bennett. <laughs> Michael. Was it Michael Bennett from IDP? Were you going IDP? Yeah, it was going IDP for everybody. Uh, Martellus Bennett in his return to um, Dallas here. He has. They, they've come out this week. Aaron Rodgers even came out and said, we need to get him involved in the offense more. Um, Martellus Bennett is a top half of the league tight end when he's getting when he gets involved in the offense. He's a great blocker. He's a he's a good route runner. He's a big target in that red zone. The Packers just need to utilize him. And Aaron Rodgers has come out and said that they need to do that too. So I would expect at least fifty yards and a maybe forty yards and a touchdown. Until I see Green Bay start using their tight ends again, I I'm not on this bandwagon. Yeah, I I hate to say it, but uh, I might start Austin Savary Jenkins before. Martellus Bennett this week. Yeah, that is three New York Jets pass catchers that you would be willing I, to start. I know, right? Yeah. This is oh, this what is, is wrong with you, Shane? I I might be is dying. there a bet in this? <laughs> Who? Is, I, oh. I'll bet you Martellus Bennett against uh, ASJ. Austin. Oh my god! I am yes. I will witness this. Oh, you, I'll <laughs> bet. Oh, I thought you were taking the part. bet. I, I'll take part. Okay, I, I, I will take. I'll ASJ. bet against both of you. I'll take ASJ over. Uh, Bennett. Okay. All right, so let's go YouTube because I've already got a bet this this yeah, podcast. Yeah. Okay, so. fine. So Carl Water bet. Yeah, let's just make it zero for three for you. <laughs> Shut <them>. up. <laughs> you know you know why you're gonna lose you because you said that. I know. That's right. why you're gonna lose That's the bet. Exactly why I'm gonna lose. It's what happened in couples league. All right, so we've got <laughs> yep. a beer bet and a water bet going on this one podcast. <laughs> um, um. All right, but yeah, no, I, I like Martellus Bennett this week. Obviously. All right. So now we're moving on to Carl with the <laughs> my weirdest beer goggle of the week. But let's hear it. So you're sitting at the bar, right? And you're sitting there drinking. And you go, hey, can I get a glass or can I get a nice can of uh, Medi Ice? Sorry. Uh, we're out of Medi Ice for this week. Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, okay. he, he uh, that beer's on buy. That beer's on buy. <laughs> so, uh, oh, Medi Ice is on buy. Well, I guess I'm going to go with Medi Light. Uh, I'm going to go with... <laughs> oh, God. Carl, the door is right there. I'm so sorry. <laughs> uh, Matt Castle is who I'm looking at. Um, uh, because Tennessee, Marcus Mariota is going to be out this week. They're going to hold him out for a week. If they don't, it's stupid, in my opinion. Yeah, you should heal him up. You should. Yeah, he's your franchise quarterback. And you're playing the Dolphins. You're playing the Dolphins. <laughs> Matt Castle is a serviceable quarterback. I'm not saying he's a good quarterback by any means, but if you have any of the quarterbacks, you know, if you have Drew Brees, Matt Ryan... Uh, Kirk Cousins or Trevor Simeon. Yeah, you have you, three of those starters. Three solid starters. Three three top top eight quarterbacks. Top yep. five quarterbacks, possibly. Um, you you need someone, and if you don't have a backup quarterback, Matt Castle is going to be a solid Someone's guy. already picked up Alex Smith. Exactly. Someone's already picked <laughs> up Alex Smith. Um, he's, he, you're going to get him on the cheap. He's a nice one-week fill-in if for whatever reason you're holding on to, like, Danny Woodhead for as an injury spot, you know, just drop him for the week, pick up Matt Castle, have a decent quarterback for a week. Um, he's still got the weapons that Mariota has. He doesn't have the legs, but they're facing Miami. It's not going to be that bad. I like that pick. I'm just too scared to make that move. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying I would make that move, but I'm just saying that's a move that you could make. I. It, it might be a better move than some of the other uh, quarterbacks on the free agency wire, though. I mean, 
Do, do you want EJ Manuel? Do you want... You know what, Carl? Jay Cutler, do you want... I'm going to start him in one of my leagues as a glory play. Ballsy. Ooh, ballsy. Right now. I like it. It's not one of my important leagues, but there's still, <laughs> there's still money on the line. Oh, I was like, is that one of your free leagues? Or? <laughs> Just so happens Kirk Cousins on a buy too. Hey, there you go. See, I told you. <laughs> All right, guys. It's time to take those beer goggles off and tell us who oh, is actually God. sexy and oh, who is God. actually looking pretty bad this week. So let's go with our suds and duds. And let's just say that I'm feeling feeling pretty good about how it went last week. You know, being number one in the suds and duds last yeah. week, being the best. I'd, so, I'd still your, give it to Carl. You shut your mouth, Zach. <laughs> <clears throat> so I'm going to start with suds and duds here. So my sud this week is someone that was already mentioned, and that's Chris Hogan. So Chris Hogan is second in catches on the Patriots this year. And he's first in touchdowns. So it's already shown that Tom Brady has a bit of a rapport with him. Um, I mean, his you know number one option is still Gronk. Um, but Gronk's getting – he's getting double, triple covered in the end zone. Which means the touchdowns have to go somewhere else. And they're going to Chris Hogan. No, they'll still go to Gronk. Oh, he got two – he still has two touchdowns. Even on double, triple coverage. They're still trying to throw it to Gronk. But, I mean, he's not going to – you need that second option. Chris Hogan's is that second option. And I, I think that he is a super good start against the Bucks, who have the, you know, they have the second worst pass defense in the league. I'm not going to mention who's first. Um, <laughs> and, uh, Woo! Woo! and, uh, you're not crowing so well. Um, that wasn't a crow. Caca. It's, Caca. A, it's a new day. Yes, it is. You get out of my life. <laughs> All right, so with that said, my dud is God. He's he's pretty much my forever dud. Um, <laughs> we you said this before. I have said this before. It's Des Bryant. Um, this time he's my dud. The, he, they're playing the Packers. Uh, the Packers overall on offense are fifth against the pass. I mean, they've given up more points to wide receivers, uh, some wide receivers, but it's it's under coverage that gets the the points against the Packers right now. Um, with that said, uh, Bryant's big weeks are when he's catching touchdowns, and he is not catching a lot of touchdowns this year. He's two touchdowns on the season. Yeah. Uh, so two through four games, uh, which is okay, That's I guess. That's not bad. And he almost hit 100 yards week one. Almost. So he's been startable the past three, past. Well, last week he kind of had a tough game, but I just I I see them. I see the Packers. Last week, didn't he have like six catches for 90 some odd yards? I think I had like thirty-five yards. Last yeah, I, I, I think, think he had so. a he had a late week last week. I thought. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I I think if anything, I I think he's gonna. Oh, I got my week screwed up. Yeah, week one. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I, I got my date screwed up. They, oh, they, so they last week he had, the most recent. Yeah. Okay. Last week he had ninety-eight yards. Yeah. Um, and then the two weeks before that he had touchdowns, and week one he had a bad week. Um, I think that he is going to have a bad week again, though. I, I think he sees pay dirt. I, I think he sees. I I don't again. think I don't think he gets looked at in the end zone this year, this year, this, this week, year. This well, year. this week. <laughs> wow, that's a bold prediction, Shane. <laughs> I'll I'll take that, Ben. Uh, nope, 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 nope. <laughs> All right, so th- that's my sudden dud for the week. Uh, uh, let's go to Zach. All right, so my sud is going to be Jacoby Brissett. Um, Kobe. <laughs> in a week of uh, weak quarterback play because you're missing three of the top guys uh, with Cousins, Breeze, and Matt Ryan, um, Brissett 
playing against San Francisco. Uh, look what Jared Goff just did to the Niners uh, two weeks ago. Palmer did it last week. Get, you know, in a game where there were what eighteen field goals, um, he still threw for over three hundred yards. And you got Ty Hilton that's going to hopefully bounce back. Um, what you like, Jacoby over Matt Castle? <laughs> yes, I like, I like Jacoby over Matt Castle. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> well, Car, I just dropped. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> um, Beer goggles are very different than suds and duds. Let's be I, real. And when you're when you're streaming quarterbacks, you're hoping for usually about 250 and two. It is ideal. Like, that is a good streaming week. You know, 200 and two, you're fine. But Jacoby Brissett also has the rushing capability. That's true. So he could get 30, 40 yards and a touchdown. That's 9, 10 points right there just on rushing. So that's, I mean, that's really all I have to say about my my sud. All right. Uh, who's your dud? My dud is probably going to anger a couple people in this room. It's DeAndre Hopkins. Really? <laughs> yes. He is going against Kansas City, um, which means he's going against Marcus Peters. Yes, that he Peters did get scored on last week, uh, but it was a bit of a push-off by Terrell Pryor. Veteran maneuver. I think DeAndre uh, Hopkins will do it again. He's going to be peppered with targets yeah. like he is every week. I, think, I don't think he's yeah. going to be a dud. I For what you expect, I, I would Does say... Does he score over 10 in a PPR league? I would say based on the catches, yes. But based on the yardage, I think he'll be low yardage. I'm thinking worst, best case scenario, it's a wash, honestly. <clears throat> so standard leagues, I'm going to guess under eight points. And PPR, PPR, I'm going to go with an even 10. Okay. But okay, so you think he has like six catches of 40 yards? Five for 50, six for 40. Five for 50, six for 40. Okay. Um, I disagree, but um, but I just I, I, I disagree because I think that he's going to be targeted, you know, 14 times in the game. Yeah, I think that I think, so that I think he's going to be closer is, to seven for 90 for a touchdown. I think KC is going into this game knowing they can't let him do anything. And I think they're going to do the Bill Belichick, and they're going to target the team's best player and eliminate him. Well, didn't didn't Houston prove last week that 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 kind of hurts though? Because when they were targeting Hopkins last week, he was thrown to Fuller. Fuller had two touchdowns. But that that just means there's another weapon there. That doesn't hurt DeAndre Hopkins. No, but I'm I'm just saying if if you focus too much on the number one guy. Don't they rotate the defense and try to uh, acclimate to the Peter, plan? Then Peters is a Peters is a top receiver guy. He covers the top receiver. It's, he's not a Sherman or a Norman where he covers one side of the field. Peters Peters is a man to man coverage guy. Receiver. He shadows the but receivers. If, if it's halftime and and uh, Fuller's got five catches for seventy yards and Hopkins has two for ten, they don't switch the switch coverage. I don't to be think honest, so. Would you? <laughs> Who would I, you rather have throw, I, 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 get the, the ball I, thrown to? I, I think you're gonna you're gonna have to start DeAndre Hopkins. I, I think well, you start. Him. I just don't. He's think... been doing well. Uh, like Zach said, I mean, he's he's not gonna kill your team. I, I think his seal, his floor is what Zach said. Six points. I said, no. I said eight. Eight points. Eight, that, that's seven, not eight bad for. for I, I don't care who he's going up against. I don't care if he's playing Josh Norman. That's not bad. No, I'll no take yeah. that floor every week. Yeah. Yeah, as I, I said, it was, it's kind of a more of a wash thing where I think he'll be okay in PPR, but I think he'll be, you know, 
flex borderline for standard. Yeah, it, okay. it's one of those, if you're starting him, then you want to pair him up with another high upside type guy. I'm yeah. surprised he didn't go you three know. weeks in a row with Amari Cooper. We don't need to talk about that. <laughs> no, I, I wanted to switch it up so it's not the same guy every week. All right, so now we'll get to my suds and duds. Uh, so my sud is Chris Hogan. Um I'm what? Just, wait, what? Shane gets to go twice. Yeah, why we does never Shane get to, to go, go twice. twice. What? No, I just I thought I did so good last week. I thought that people want to hear again. No, so Carl, we're definitely third best. So, so Carl. So yeah. So my suds and duds for this week. Uh, my sud this week is going to be Evan Ingram. That was a B plus move, Shane. Ooh, Evan Ingram. Evan Ingram, tight end for the New York Football Giants. Um, each week he's been targeted a little bit more and more. He's getting more integrated into that offense. Um, he's been putting up better and better numbers every week. I think he continues that this week against a Los Angeles Chargers. Los, Los Angeles Clippers. The San Diego Chargers or the Los Angeles Clippers? Which are we going with? Uh, the Los Angeles uh, Chargers of Anaheim. Okay. Um, I it's think solid. Someone's got to win this game, right? They can't go zero and zero and both go zero and five. Ah, uh, they they can go zero four and one. <laughs> they could tie. <laughs> That's true. They could they could tie. Oh man, I would love that. Uh, I would love that too. It's oh man. Uh, it's gonna be like a twelve to twelve tie. It's gonna be just brutal. <laughs> um, <laughs> twelve to twelve tie. Each. Eighteen turnovers between the two teams. That'd be fun. No, but I, I do think Evan Ingram is gonna have a gonna have a good game. Um, his reception totals have been going up each game. I think he continues that against a pretty okay Los Angeles Chargers defense. Um, and plus, with tight ends right now, you've got you know Jordan that uh, Jordan Reed out. You've got is Reed out? Oh, I guess on by yeah. Sorry, um, you got Reed, Reed is out. Uh, Austin Cooper's out. Kobe Fleener. Uh, Kobe Fleener. Um, so you're kind of you're running low on options there. So I would take a flyer on him he might be a viable starter for the rest of the year to be honest yeah if, if i mean keeps yeah. this going i think he's the best looking rookie tight end out right now for sure i agree he's with also that. the most used don't get me wrong but and now kind of playing off of zach's dud um Ooh. my dud is deshaun watson i like it um i know a lot of people are on the watson hype train right now after his ridiculous week last wait week. watson don't get hyped he, he stays, stays hyped, hyped. Uh, <laughs> Chris has no idea what's happening. I'm so lost. Watson is still a—he's still a rookie rookie quarterback. Yes, he has put up some gaudy numbers in his two starts this year. Yeah, three starts. Three starts. Yep. In his three starts this year, but he's going up against Kansas City. Kansas City is looking like the best team in the NFL right now. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. and it's not oh, even yeah. close. They—they they look good, man. Like they offensively and defensively. I yeah. mean. Like the they're the only undefeated team for a reason. Yep. It's I I'm not buying the hype completely. Yes, he is a very he has been much better than advertised so far, but I don't I I don't see it happening this week against a very good Kansas City defense. The reason why Watson's doing so well in that offense is that he is a good runner. Yep. Uh, he's scrambling a lot and able to make plays. And I don't see that working so well against this KC defense as it as it has against the bad defenses he's gone up against. There's so too far. much talent. Yeah, there's too much talent on that defense. You got Justin Houston, Marcus Peters, Derek Johnson. I mean, a great defensive line. There's there's too many weapons to on that defense to 
not be to be held in check. And he's got some good fast wide receivers, so some of them are going to get open at some times. But he's I don't I don't think he's going to scramble long enough to get some people open on certain plays. Yeah. And I you mean, know they're going to come with some crazy blitzes. They're going to bring pressure more than who was it Tennessee they played last week. That yeah. they're going to bring more pressure in Tennessee. Brought. I mean, I, I don't. I, I think that the only way Watson has a good game is if uh, Lamar Miller has a really good game. Mm-hmm. I agree with that. Uh, all right. <laughs> so with that, we're going to get to my suds and duds. Uh, so my sud this week. So Chris, is, uh, who you oh, got for man. it's my turn. It is your turn, actually. Jeez. My sud is going to be Jameis Winston. Uh, he's going up against New England. New England is the worst defense in the league right now i think he's gonna come in he's gonna throw i do see them i agreed with shane earlier i think new england will improve just not this week Jameis winston looked good against a tough new york giants defense i think famous Jameis is gonna throw for yeah. a lot of yards I, this I, week. they get doug Martin he's gonna back. earn those crab legs that's gonna help with the run game i think he's gonna light new england up it's i, I wouldn't be surprised no i think he's he's gonna put up some gaudy numbers this week because um, prior to the podcast, I wanted to use him as my as my stud, but uh, Chris Cole Dibs. As your what? As my stud. Okay. Um, I wouldn't be surprised to see him put up 360 yards, four touchdowns, two picks. That's both. It's going to be a high-scoring yeah, game. It's going to be a high-scoring game. Tom I think. Brady's going to throw. And I think, He's got to match it. I, and, and, I, I, and I, I would be that surprised, but... If, be... if, you, if you see the... Uh, if you see the Pats defense come up uh, with any kind of stop, it's going to happen in the running game. I so I, I see them stopping uh, Jaquizical and uh, Douglas. Um, I'm using both of their full names. Um, it's the uh, never mind. <laughs> I was going to make a Bon Thugs and Harmony reference, but they couldn't. Uh, meet you at the crossroads. Yeah, Thuggish, so no, no, Thuggish Ruggish Bone. Thuggish Ruggish Bone. Oh, Thuggish okay. Ruggish Bone. Oh, that's a good one. Um, so. Where was I? Jeez, Carl, way, way to ruin the the flow there. Sorry. Um, You're on the Winston. defense stopping the run. Yeah, I could I could see uh, because Hightower might come back, um, which will help helps the passing game, but it really helps the running game. Uh, helps their run defense, I should say. For a second, I thought you were talking about Tim Hightower, and I was very no, confused. No, talking about Dante <laughs> Hightower. I was like uh, Hightower. What? He's still in the league. It, it, I don't think so. He's with the Niners. <laughs> Is he really? <laughs> yeah. Yikes. Um, but I, I see that helping against uh, with the rush defense, um, which opens up the passing game a little bit more. Because, man. Passing defense? No, no, no. It opens up uh, Tampa Bay's passing game. Oh. Because they're not going to be looking at the run. They're going to be throwing the ball, which is why I think they're going to throw the two picks. Jameis is going to throw the two picks, but I think he's going to get four touch. I think he's going to be a solid start. I agree. That was a long-winded rant to tell you that I agree. <laughs> All right, moving on to my dud. It's going to be Cam Newton. Now, everybody who asked Cam Newton saw last week's game. Carl. And they're like, stop Carl. Looking, stop looking at me. <laughs> and they're like, ooh, he's back. Ooh, baby. Not really. <laughs> <laughs> he's going up against Detroit. They're, they're uh, 27th in the league in fantasy football points scored against them by quarterback. They're number two in interceptions. Detroit's just a tough team. I think Cam Newton goes back to or starts performing as he did prior to last week. So about 200 yards passing, one touchdown, one turnover? Yeah, that sounds about right. right. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That sounds about right for my year. All right, so that's the suds and duds for the week. Uh, Do we have a uh, 
Uh, oh man, you are livening up that uh, that fact corner there. You, I, you tore down all the trivia decorations and you started just put, you just wrote the word fact in big big bold letters. Yep, I got uh, I got two today. Um, pretty pretty quick, but uh, Deshaun Jackson has 114 career 25 plus yard catches. That is a lot. Yeah, that's that's pretty good. <laughs> that's a pretty good stat. And then the second one, this one's going to kind of catch you off guard. The LA Rams are currently tied. Who? I didn't say Chargers, I said Rams. St. Louis Rams, yeah, I got them. Yeah, so the LA Rams Ooh. are currently tied for first in big plays, which in the NFL is cons- is uh, a 20-plus yard play with 23. They have 23 20-plus yard plays this year. Wow. Yeah. They're, they're tied for Well, this? I mean, how they're, many of them were I, in that San Francisco game? <coughs> probably 18. Yeah, yeah right. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, they, they are tied first. I did not see who they were tied oh. with. Um, but if you could if you could look that up, Carl, to vet that information. Um, I, I wish it wasn't posted up because I'd use it as a trivia question. Ah, uh, um, but no, I mean it, it's I especially the Ram, I, the Rams are playing great this year. Um, they've had kind of an easy schedule. Their schedule is going to get really tough here coming up for the next about four to five weeks. Um, so, I mean, don't don't like you know go crazy and trade Todd Gurley. But go ahead and, you know, don't consider him in a, you know, RB1 or, you know, the top end RB for the next next couple weeks. I'm, I'm out of things to say. I don't know what to, I don't know I, what I, to I, say. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah I don't think we're going to find that other team before no, we end up. That's fine. But uh, well, um, I would guess so it's I probably think, Kansas City. So I uh, it's probably Casey. It's yeah. probably Casey between Tyreek Hill and or I mean, the New England could be New England, too. No, that's true. <laughs> With that did, said, I think did anyone see that Saints game? <coughs> no. With that said, I think it's time for my suds and duds. So my <laughs> all right. So I'm. So I think that's the end of the show. Yeah, that's the end of the show. Um, um, join us next week where we do the same thing again, and you all enjoy it, and we're wittery, wittery, uh, and, ban- and bandy. Um, uh, I did all those words witty, right, right? Witty banter. Oh, there we go. That's what I was trying to say. Now we did it. Um, so we, we may or may not all be here again. We, we never know. Yeah, we'll We're going to try, out. but, you know, it's a... I mean, well, Chris will owe me some beer, and <laughs> Zach's got to take three cups of water. So it's going to be a... <laughs> it's going to take a lot of water. Um, with that said, it looks like we have finished up our Gatorade, taken all of our uh, Advil, and that is the end of your fantasy hangover. Have a good night, everybody. Hey, Doses. Nice. See you next week. Good luck.